0: This podcast was created on Messi. Create your own show today at Messi.fm. episode 5. Hello
1: Sheddies. Uh, it's Sheddy Ste... Sorry, excuse me. It's Eddie Stevens. Eddie Sheddy Stevens. I've got big issues. I've got big technical issues. I've got big physical issues. Um, and I will explain. Um, first off, I'd like to say that I'm coming to you live from the rugby shed, but that would be a lie, because I am not. I am in a crawl space under a house next to a chicken coop and surrounded by faulty equipment, um, computer equipment. And you can probably hear children's footsteps running around above me. It's all gone to shit. But let's get going. It's, uh, it's like a buggy so far. Me getting a fancy microphone and a laptop and using a a podcast-making site. If the fucking laptop and the microphone is just not going to work no matter what I do, and the site that I use to record the podcast, I'm not going to name them, even though if you go on Twitter, I've probably talked shit about them. It won't work. Nothing is working. What the hell was that? I'm terrified. So I'm not in my shed. (laughs) I'm not in the rugby shed. Um, I'm in a crawl space under my in laws' house, my in laws' house in Prescott, Arizona. It's a beautiful house. It's a beautiful part of the country. Um, But they didn't have a shed that I could use. I was very desperate to make sure I always recorded a shed, but this is the closest I could find. And it's. A crawl space, which, if you don't know, is... It's like a basement, except you can't stand up in it. Hence, crawl space. Um, there's an old chicken coop here. Very nice looking one. In fact, it's not old, it looks new. Not sure what's going on with that. There is dirt. There's insulation. and Some sort of gas tank that's hissing threateningly at me. A hose some firewood, and presumably a few dead bodies. It looks like the kind of place you could get away with burying a few dead people. Um, It's been incredibly stressful and tiring, my whole trip. I I don't want to get into too many details. I've realised that there's a number of people who listen to this podcast that are, I assume, listening just to spy on me because they're not rugby fans. They're people in New Mexico... In the surrounding area who know me, who are listening, they say to help support me, but I don't trust them. I think they're trying to laugh at me and listen to my bullshit, and I don't appreciate it. In fact, today at breakfast, my mother-in-law told me that she'd listened to my podcast, and I didn't even remember telling her about it. And she said, yeah, listen to, uh, I think it was the third episode, we had a strange introduction, and I went, Jesus fucking Christ... It's bad enough. I think it was the episode where I did that weird do you enjoy deep rugby insights or whatever the fuck I said. And I don't want my mother-in-law to hear how insane I am. I keep that secret. And I probably said some fucked up shit. I have to be really careful from here on out. In my head, there was three people in England listening to this. But it turns out that there are spies throughout the United States listening. They're listening now. Hello. You're not going to get any juicy information this time. I'm not talking about myself. I will talk about my trip, though, so far, because it's been stressful. I drove out here from New Mexico to Prescott, Arizona. Beautiful, lovely. But it's fucked up my allergies. I'm I'm allergic to something out here, and I am absolutely fucked. I've barely been able to sleep. The drive out was hard because my five-year-old needed to stop and take a piss every goddamn two seconds. And uh, it's weird. He's never been willing to piss outside. Like, we always have to stop at a shop or a gas station uh, or whatever. And uh, But we found ourselves on a, on a stretch of the freeway where there was no... We, we It was taking too long. He needed to piss, so it was an emergency. And he agreed to go and piss behind a tree. So I took my five-year-old behind a tree... Takes his little Willy out, starts pissing. Everything's fine, and then all of a sudden he just goes Aah! and freaks out and starts pissing all over himself. Oh, what's that? Oh, it's scary down here. There's weird noises. Um, anyway, he's just pisses all over himself, and I said, "What the fuck was that?" And he's there's a fly. My son's so scared of flies that he will piss himself rather than have one go anywhere near him, which is weird because most most of us enjoy having flies on our genitals don't we um he's been scared since he's been here because there's hummingbirds which are the flies of the bird world they're absolutely adorable lovely little things but when they fly around they sound like bees or wasps other buzzy things and uh, he doesn't like that at all um god knows what he'll do if he ever finds a centipede he hasn't dealt with one of them yet i think i talked about centipedes on last week's episode didn't i I briefly touched upon it. Centipedes. I saw one the other day. I saw one um, in my backyard. I just stayed the fuck away from it. Minded my own business. Because you, you, they are... If you've never seen a centipede in America, it's the most horrific, evil creature. You would... Like, if you've ever... If, you've, if you have encountered one, you're probably sweating a cold sweat right now, as I tell you about it. It's such a weird animal. And... I think it's the reason that everybody I know, if you just mention centipedes, starts shitting themselves is because there's something really unnatural about it, mainly because of the number of legs. I mean, that's the obvious thing, right? There's just so many legs, and no one seems to know how many legs. Like, it's almost like even scientists whose job it is to study insects. Well, I guess it's not an insect, is it? It doesn't have six legs. Whoever's job it is, whoever's insane enough to want to study horrible little creepy crawly things even they are too scared to count the legs so we don't know how many legs they have they're called centipedes but i don't think they have a hundred you know but i find it strange that you got there seemed to be a system with nature where the legs go up in even numbers you got the normal number number of legs for animals which is not two a lot of people think it's two but if you think about it two-legged animals there's just People, you know, apes and birds. Apes are weird and nasty. Remember what I said about chimps and bonobos? And then birds are weird. They fly around, but sometimes they kind of hop around on their feet and look creepy. And they, they're kind of odd. Four legs is the best number, the most natural number of legs, I feel like, because that's just horses, puppies, cats and rabbits. That's it. Yeah. And then you go to six. It's Insects. Those are kind of gross and creepy. We don't really like them. My son will piss himself if one comes near him. Um, then you get to eight. Arachnids, spiders, getting really, really creepy. Then you would think you would go to ten, and it would be like another le- level of creepy. But it doesn't happen that way. It goes two, four, six, eight, A million! A million legs, whatever it is. It's almost like God was designing creatures and he got to eight and he still had tons of legs left. And he said, you know, fuck it. Just put all the rest on this animal. And whatever angel's helping him was like, are you sure, God, that's a lot of legs? And He's like, yeah, fuck it. Just put them all on there. Cover it in legs and give it big poisonous, poisonous mandibles and a big dick. And it shall be my agent of death. And it is. And it scares the shit out of everybody. I found one. I remember the first time I found a centipede in my home. And uh, I'll never forget it. I came home and I heard these noises from behind my couch. Noises that I now would recognise as a centipede noise. But at the time I didn't know what it was. Do you know what I mean? Now I'm familiar with it. They make this weird noise and I heard it behind the couch. This like weird, like crunching noise. Like scuttly noise. Whispering, ah, "I'm gonna fucking kill you," stuff like that. I pulled the couch back and I found this fucking thing. And I, honestly, you would rather find an an old homeless man masturbating behind your sofa than a centipede. They are absolutely horrific. um I'm now I'm, I'm just gibbering. I do this every episode. I'm sorry if I talk too long about nothing before i talk about rugby but to be honest with you how much rugby is there for me to talk about right now what's to be said that hasn't already been said nothing's gone on there was the uh, under 20s i watched the uh england under 20s play italy and like i just want to make it clear i know that they are really good i know i was never as good as them never could have been never would have been all right and i know it's a hard job and they're doing their best but fuck me they're under 20s i didn't expect to see so many bulls dropping i thought they i know they're young but i thought their bulls would have all dropped by now but every that was such a shit joke but every i don't even know if it made sense every other time if you watch that game you must have you must agree with me every other time and this was both sides england and and italy 50 percent of the time when the ball got passed it got dropped I've never I don't I honestly I'd, I'd love to see the statistics and I and I I would be amazed if I'm wrong I don't think I've ever seen a rugby match where the ball was dropped so many times I mean it ruined the game England won comfortably although I do have to say the um the Italian pack in the first half looked a bit better than England's if anything and a few England players, a few England forwards, um, didn't really look that great to me. Uh, that normally that we hear good things about. Curry was all right, not that great, and uh, there were issues. Um, and I don't know his name, the tight head prop for England. I thought was pretty impressive, but that's about it. But seriously, every time the ball went out, i Iber- Am I saying his name right? Ibatoye? I should have made notes for this, but as I said, I'm kind of fucked and tired and literally underneath the house um yeah but Toye, i hope i'm saying his name right he dropped more ball than he caught now i'm sure he doesn't normally do it but i i just you could see he was that's the first time i've seen him play and you could see he's physically impressive he's fast and he's strong and he put in a good tackle at one point and i've heard really good things about him but he just dropped everything it was insane and the conditions were good but it wasn't just him i mean it w- it was awful i've never seen i i if that's the future of english rugby we're fucked um but as i say the italians kept dropping the ball too so maybe i think they said that they were trying to throw the ball around a lot but still i i've seen amateur games where they throw the ball around that much and don't drop it as much it, it was it was ridiculous anyway so i didn't enjoy that but england still won comfortably um Marcus Smith of course I forgot about him I think he was a cut above the rest um and when he you know the back line did look lethal when they weren't dropping the ball they did some nice stuff but anyway oh and my biggest disappointment changing the subject slightly I was misled into believing that England was going to be playing I don't know how I believe this somebody convinced me that England was playing the All Blacks in Denver which you know I can fly to it takes an it's an hour flight from from where I live they are going to be playing uh, New Zealand in Denver and uh, I was really busy when this guy told me and it didn't I for whatever reason I wasn't sure he said it was coming up in like the next month or something and of course England's in South Africa but I didn't I just got super excited I was so happy I thought I'll go to Denver if they're playing the US I could probably try and chat to some of them I could get them to say something stupid like hi this is whoever hi this is Marotoji and Eddie Stevens doesn't know what the fuck he's talking about and I could play it at the beginning of every podcast it'd be really fucking cool I was so excited I haven't seen England play since I was I think 16 at live that is and um came home all excited Went online to check when the game was. And I saw that it was rugby league. And. I was so fucking depressed. Ugh. I'm constantly let down. I get my hopes up too easily. I'll tell you something else. um, About my fragile ego. I hate it. I'm the kind of person where. If somebody mentions me on Twitter. Now. Admittedly. I don't get mentioned hundreds of times a day, but it's just the way I am. If someone mentions me or responds to me, I feel compelled to respond in some way. If someone talks shit, I feel compelled to tell them to fuck off. If someone says something nice, I feel compelled to at least like their comment. But you know who never does? Stuart fucking Barnes. I guess we can forgive him because he's a bit clueless about social media and he seems to think that he has to retweet instead of uh <laughs> instead of just responding to the tweet. He uh retweets it yeah, but um Chris Jones is another one never likes or responds to anything. God, I sound like a sour little bitch, but I am. Um oh, God almighty. Let's get to Cock. Um The first cock-up I made, right at the start of last week's podcast, um, which I actually mentioned in the description of the title, I realised before I even um, released the episode, that I said I was going to call listeners shedheads. And then I thought, wait a minute, that sounds really familiar. And of course, Gloucester call their fans shedheads, don't they? Or is it just a certain part of their fans? Whatever it is, I don't like it. I don't want to steal their name for my billions of fans because they'll find out it'll be embarrassing so that's why I said sheddies at the beginning, Sheddies, that's cool isn't it Ah, uh, it was hard though, honestly I mean today I'm just recording on my shitty little phone, but last week I was literally I was using two computers because one was fucking up in one way and one was fucking up in the other, I got big technical issues as you can tell alright Let's talk about the South Africa match. Um, by the time this is released, I suppose uh, Eddie Jones's squad will be released. So I'm going to try and predict uh, with no notes, with no computer, I'm going to try and predict uh, the, the team that Eddie Jones is going to pick and tell you what I agree with or don't agree with about it. Um, so right off the bat, Mako Vinopola will start, of course, I'm sure Jamie George will start at Hooker. And even though I really love Luke Cowan-Dickey, I would stick with George to start with, for reasons I'll go into. Um, and I I suppose I'd have Harry Williams at, at Tighthead, although I still haven't found out why he wasn't starting or even playing in the semi-final or the final of the Premiership. I, I, I don't, I haven't heard anyone say why. He's obviously fit. He's in South Africa... And uh, I know he had a bit of a hard time. Who was it against? Was it Leinster? Shit, I can't remember. There was an Irish team he had a str- that uh, Apparently he struggled against. I don't think I even saw the match, but I read that somewhere. But based on what I know he can do and based on the fact I don't trust uh, Sinclair to be good enough on current form, I'd have Williams in there. Um, and then on the bench... I think this is a really exciting bench. This might be the hardest English England bench of all time. Ellis Genge, who scares the living shit out of me. Have you noticed every match? People, I don't know if they're trying to wind him up or he's winding them up. But every time someone grabs him, he just looks like he's being like pestered by an insect. It just doesn't nobody scares him. He's he's the hardest man on earth, I'm convinced. I'd have him covering loose head. Cowan Dickey at hooker, he is very tough. And of course, a lot of people would like him to start. And then at tight head, Carl Sinkler. And I think coming off the bench, something to prove, he's hard as shit too. That's a hard front row. I'd love to see them come off the bench. Um, In the second row, it will be, provided he's fit, It'll be Launchbury and Itoji, of course, and that's who I'd have, with, I think, Ezequie I'd have on the bench covering. Um, and then in the back row, fuck me, this is harder to predict because we know Eddie Jones loves Chris Robshaw, but he also loves his new... Um, his new... what I've forgotten his fucking name. The Kiwi he's brought in... I'm going to check this really quick because I've gone mad. I don't even want to say I think... It is Brad Shields. Okay, yeah. So, obviously he thinks Brad Shields is really good and wants to bring him into the team. Uh, So you could see him picking him ahead of Rob Shaw. He might pick both of them. But it's probably just wishful thinking that he has Curry in the team. I'm going to predict that he's going to start with Rob Shaw... Shields, and Billy. That could be completely wrong. But I would start with... Hmm. Obviously, if Billy's fit, I want him. I would have Curry at seven. And I feel like I'm forgetting somebody. Who am I forgetting? Huh. I'm probably forgetting someone. I'd probably go with Rob Shaw, because I don't think Shields should just walk into the first team. So... And then uh, on the bench, I would have Shields. I Now I feel like I'm confusing myself. I think that Eddie Jones will have... Huh, I think he'll have Rob Shaw, Shields, and Billy with Curry on the bench. There we go. Um, oh, Wilson. That's who I would have. I would have Wilson at six, Curry at seven, and Billy at eight, with probably Shields on the bench just because... Well, I don't even have a reason. Fuck it. I'm just excited about that it's just more more exciting um and then at half back jones will have ben youngs and george ford and do you know what i think i'd do that too only because i do think that owen farrell is probably the better fly half but i think that having ford farrell and lazowski will work better than having farrell and then presumably lazowski or uh Front, Pierce Francis um at inside center um and then moving da- daily to outside center. I just don't want that uh, I would probably go with what I think Eddie Jones will go with which is Ford Farrell Lozowski I have a feeling that's what he's going to do and then uh he'll probably put God, I should have written this down. I'm just figuring it out in my head. Probably put Cipriani on the bench. That's what I do, and that's what probably what he'll do so he can sort of feel like he made the right decision in bringing him in the first place, get him on the bench. Um, so, yeah, Ford, Farrell, Lozowski, that's what I'd do. Have Cipriani on the bench, and, of course, uh, Robson on the bench. That would make sense, having Robson and Cipriani, the Wasps' halfbacks, on the bench. Yeah. Um, that's what I think Eddie Jones will do, and that's what I would do. But I could be very wrong about what he's going to do on this. Eddie Jones is unpredictable in some ways. And then the back three, I'm super pissed off to find out that Jack Knowles not going. I thought he was going to be there, so can't pick him. I think you, I'd, I think I went on. I think I made it very clear how I feel about Mike Brown, and I would have him at fullback. So I would probably go with the tried and tested Daily May. And Brown as the back three. I think that's what Eddie Jones will go with as well. And uh, my last bench spot. Fucking hell. I suppose I'd have to put Solomona there. Based on the players he has. Let me know if I've gone mad. I'm probably forgetting someone. I'm stuck under a house. Um... Uh, anyway, it doesn't even matter anyway because we're just going to get fucking torn apart at altitude. Yeah! Uh, uh... So, quick note uh, at the end of this, that was shit, wasn't it? But uh, please subscribe on uh, Apple Podcast, iTunes, whatever you want to call it, or uh, was it Stitcher and um, A Cast, of course, which still haven't got my um, cover art for their things. So it makes it look shit. Uh, this will be the worst episodes ever. Okay? And here's the worst outro song I've done so far, because I don't have my uh piano, and i it it's not wouldn't be great even if it did have my piano, but this is just me doing vocals and because I'm all stuffed up, I shall be doing it in the style of crash test dummies. Uh, if you remember crash test dummies, you'll hate this. If
0: you don't remember crash test dummies, you'll hate this. Let's go. Yeah, it's rugby round to Episode 5 recorded under the house of the mom and dad of my wife. Actually, it is her stepdad that you could have known Neither my microphone or laptop works So I use my phone I've got a very stuffy nose Because of my allergies And someone told me England would be in Denver Oh, what a tease I think this episode is terrible Too short now, it's over If you want to hear good rugby chat Listen to Mala over Rugby Pod Guess that's good better than this i concede unless you enjoy to hear about it and now i have to watch what i say be careful that i see anything incriminating because of the spies oh yeah they're listening to me and they are laughing at me and I know that I am not paranoid, my son pissed all over himself to avoid flies, for God's sake. He's so scared of flies that he pissed all over himself. Jesus, I mean,
1: I suppose it's not the worst penis-related fly experience I've ever heard of. Uh, remember that scene from There's Something About Mary with the flies when he zips his bull sack in the flies? It's fucking horrible. Looks like bubblegum.